Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good day, this is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate. Taking Care of Business. We are in the first full week of June. Uh, Summer is approaching. Summertime's calling me. Anyway, uh, (laughs) haven't had that, still haven't had that blistering hot weather that we are known for down here, which has been quite, uh, quite nice. We will know. It'll come. Oh, it'll come eventually. Um, today is going to be different than last week. We're not, today's not going to be quite as much of a rant and rave, but last week it was just, it, it was a hot button issue in the news. Uh, no, I know it wasn't our typical, um, style of show. I don't but it, but, it, that, but it was important to talk about. I don't believe that calling out rank stupidity and expecting me. I don't believe that when you give me a pile of chicken poop and tell me it's chicken salad, that I should have to believe it. Oh no, I, I, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Is there? Uh, we stand by what we were talking about last week. It's just it's important to talk about because nobody's really talking about it. You know, you can go read uh, the the top headlines and they just say a deal's been reached and it might hit a few of the fine points, but. Um, like we talked about there's just it's really hard to find good solid news sources these days and i don't really know that any exist anymore on their own and they so don't. and and so we were we just wanted to kind of take a take a few minutes and highlight um how depressing it is yeah i mean highlight how much of a deal this is not you know all of the headlines say a deal's been reached a deal's been reached a deal's been reached but in reality they've done nothing um and again, because it was such a hot button issue, it's been all over the news for probably the last month. Uh, we just wanted to talk about that for, you know, for a few minutes. So it's, I know it's not our normal show, but, um, we thought that was important. But today, um, get back to our, I guess our regular, our regularly scheduled program. You're not going to, you know, um, is there anything that we need to rant and rave about before we get, no, before I we get think started? We had a full 30 minute. Uh, rant and rave session last week and again I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that i stand by what we were talking about and everything that was said last week um you know if if anybody's got a problem with that they can and those of you that are out. offended or disagree with us throw the dial yeah i mean because that's that's uh, actually we welcome um i welcome discourse as long as it's appropriately polite yeah i, I welcome an honest open discourse with people that don't necessarily agree with what we where we stand because that's the only way that um I'm going to get, I'm going to preach here for a second. The only way that you grow and become more knowledgeable and, and grow as a person is to interact with people that are different than you and that don't necessarily agree with what you agree with. That was one of the, one of the nice things about going to Wake Forest was I got to interact with a lot of people that did not agree with what I agreed with. And what that did was it forced me to develop my arguments for why i believe what i believe and so um open honest discourse is a rare thing in today's world but it is such a a good and healthy thing so um i'd encourage you if, if you have somebody that and you're you know that you have a relationship with you're a friend with whatever that doesn't agree with what you agree with i'd encourage you all to sit down and, and have that honest discourse but but keep it civil keep it civil and keep it smart and intellectual because we always welcome that sort of conversation so all right uh preaching over um my name is George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, North Carolina. 
North Carolina, right outside of Greenville. Our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. Or you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that we rotate on it. It has our contact information as well as our physical location. It's got a place if you've got a question for us or want to request an appointment, uh, just fill in your information uh, in that little um, form and and uh, we'll, we will be in touch with you to either answer your question or set up a time to meet with you. Um, it has a, a calendar of our upcoming events. Right now, don't have anything on the calendar. Summer, like we said, summer's tough around here to do any any sort of social gathering outside just because it's so daggum hot. <laughs> um, but we'll probably have a webinar sometime during the summer. We're still kind of working out the details on that. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, and last but not least, or it has links to our social media. It has links to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram page. Um and last but not least, it has a link to the podcast, Taking Care of Business. We're on. You, you said last but not least twice. I did, and I, I, I tried to correct myself. Um, now, last but not least, it has links to the podcast, Taking Care of Business. We're on 19 different podcast platforms, so pick your favorite one or the one with the prettiest logo, and uh, you'll be able to listen to it. Uh, you'll be able to listen to past shows, so I um, encourage you to check that out as well. So um, what are we talking about today? We are talking about a business cycle, I believe. We are. Along with everything going on with the budget deal and the debt ceiling and all this and that, there's one word that has been on everybody's mind really since the beginning of last year. What's that one word? And remember, keep this PG. We're on the radio. Recession. Recession. That is correct. Uh, the big concern with the debt ceiling and you know prior to last week, the big concern with th- the fact that no deal had been reached and that Janet Yellen had said we were going to run out of money or the federal government was going to run out of money on June 5th, um, which was this past Sunday. The big concern there was that if if a deal was not reached, the U.S. government would default on its loans for the first time in, in, in history. For the first time in the country's history, we would default on our loan. Um, the, the one thing that, that the, the, the one thing about the debt ceiling, you know, as ridiculous as it is that we can just borrow more money and raise and raise, raise our debt limit is that it, it has allowed the United States to, um, maintain its credit and maintain good credit. And so, the concern with defaulting was that it was going to be the first big hit to our credit. It was going to cause us to spiral into a major recession. I mean, the, you know, all the pundits were saying this is going to be a massive recession and it would, it probably would have affected the world. I think what a lot of people don't really understand about the world economy right now and really for the past, oh, I don't know, probably 60 or 70 years is that the whole world is is kind of on a knife's edge in terms of their economy where we are all so dependent on each other with debt that if one country were to call the debt of another country uh, the whole world would go under immediately so we're all kind of in this limbo of mutually assured destruction that nobody's going to call anyone's debt because then they would just call the debt on the other country and the you know if anybody remembers when not too long ago when greece you know greece is a, a fairly small country in the world stage uh, when greece was having its economic problems and almost went under it almost caused the the entire european union to go under which would have caused the whole world to go under so um I say that to say that even a small domino falling 
can affect everybody. So that that's why, you know, you hear all this, um, people ask us a lot, oh, you know, what happens if they call our debt? You know, and, and if, if somebody calls our debt, we call their debt and everybody goes down. So we're all kind of on this knife edge of debt. Um, but the, the concern with a deal not being reached was a massive recession. I mean, a huge recession. Again, I would argue that we went through one last year and are probably either out of it by now or almost out of it. What, what do you think? I, 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 th- I mean, I feel better about things. I wouldn't say we're out of it, but I, I think we're closer to being out of it than we were definitely. But, um, today we're going to talk about the business cycle, the, and, and the economic cycle of, of how an economy works and why a recession is not the disaster. Not, it, it is not a, um, a sign that an economy is failing. Uh, We've talked about this in the past before, but it it has come up again. And so we're going to talk about it again. So in any economy, there are cycles. An an economy is a cycle. It's it's a big circle, big loop. And just like with business, businesses have cycles where things are good, things are not so good, things are good, things are not so good. Same thing with an economy. There are ways to measure where you are in the economic cycle primarily the the primary one is is gdp you know you look at the gross domestic product how much uh, how much stuff is the u.s producing in the united states and that is primarily what they look at they also look at things like unemployment interest rates um uh, things of that nature those are kind of the big ones but um uh, those those are the, the there's a ton of, of factors out there but those are the big ones I could go into those all day but there there are let's talk about the business cycle and what what exactly the cycle is so let's start with expansion so you got you got expansion which is what we were experiencing um, prior to covid we were experiencing just massive amounts of expansion where um, unemployment is low GDP is up inflation is going up and interest rates are beginning to rise or, or in, in interest rates were were pretty low and so you've got things are great uh, most people have jobs unemployment was very low we're producing a lot of stuff which means say we're, which means we're selling a lot of stuff so things are great in the expansion phase you know we're, we are on our way up and then we have what's called the peak the peak is the second stage, which is the the we are at the top of our game. Now, what that means is that we have hit the maximum amount of growth that we can at that time. So unemployment, that we can sustain that we can sustain exactly. Um, unemployment is at an all time low. Prices have peaked because we are selling so much stuff. There's a lot of demand for things, which means prices have been going up. Prices have now peaked, which means interest rates are starting to go up. Um. So we've hit a peak here. This is the top, we are at, we are at the top of our game that we can sustain. We are red hot right now, and so one of two things can happen: we can either cool off, or we burn out. And when we cool off, that's what's called a contraction. Uh, if we burn out, that's what's called a recession or a depression. Um, so you gonna say no? Something? I was gonna say the biggest difference is you can't have um, uh, a. A cyclic, cyclic growth without cyclic downturn. Yeah, you can't have a high. If, if if there was no such thing as a low, you wouldn't know what the high was. And so after the peak comes contraction. Contraction is where we're on our way down or or you'll you, you'll hear it. You'll hear it referred to as a recession. 
So in a in a recession, you've got falling sales, unemployment is climbing, prices tend to start going down because because we're producing less stuff because we've been red hot for so long it's got to cool off. And oftentimes, you know, when we talk about prices being high, what that means is that prices for producers are high too. You know, what they're what they're having to pay for supplies is all time high too. And so what that what that often means is that there come layoffs. You're producing less stuff because the prices are so high. Because the prices are so high, people are buying less things because it's too expensive to buy things at that point. And so what that does is that in, that lowers the demand, which increases the supply. So you've got more stuff than you can sell, all right? If you've got more stuff than you can sell, the logical thing to do there is to drop the price until people start buying it again. That's cooling off the economy you know people are not going spending money all day every day and so prices are starting to fall interest rates are at an all-time high here because the in this situation the federal government and the federal reserve board actually is raising interest rates you know we're all familiar with what that feels like but what they're doing they're raising interest rates to try and cool off the economy and maintain that soft landing and so they try and do it in such a way to not stall the economy, but just to cool it off. Uh, you know, if, if they make it expensive to borrow money, then a company is not going to do as much expansion. They're going to kind of pull back and hold more cash in reserves because it's too, money is too expensive to borrow at that point. And so, again, all of this is, is to try and cool off the economy. Now, what happens is that, you know, we're, we're I've mentioned the word recession, but right now we're really in a contraction where the economy is cooling off. Now, what happens when we cool off too fast and we start to stall out? That's when a recession comes. So, Recession. We've got um, rising un- or pretty high unemployment, high interest rates, um, low sales, production is falling, income is falling. It, it, it's a vicious cycle. And so recessions are not good because uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say this is a good thing. What I am saying is that a recession, a recession, a recession is a healthy part of a normal economy. So please do not listen to the talking heads talk about recessions and and freak out. Now, again, it's something to be aware of, but it is not the death of an economy. Since the United States has been in business, so to speak, there have been dozens of recessions. There will be dozens of recession. There will be dozens more recessions. Um, it is a normal part of a healthy, growing economy. And realize, too, that a recession is you can't have a recession unless you've just had an explosive growth. Because um, when you think about inflation, uh, inflation, inflation, <laughs> interest rates, that kind of thing, it's because the economy was going so hard so fast that it ran out of things to sell. <laughs> and it ran out of things to sell. Because they had little little of inventory, they jacked the price up. That's inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the price got jacked up, quick people quit buying, companies quit selling, layoffs happened. Now you're in a recession. So it's all part of a very easily understood cycle. Mm-hmm. Where we screw up is we get the these clowns in the media going, oh, my God, we're in a recession. It's all over with. And people believe it. 
and um, and they just, I mean, they go berserk. And it was, as George said, a recession is a normal part of an economic cycle. Nothing fancy about it, nothing new about it. Is it fun? No. Is it normal? Yes. Have we had them before? Oh, yeah. Will we have them again? Indubitably. Yes. And so, but here, here's the, so there, there's, there's, um, how, how is a, how is a recession measured? The severity of it? There's, there's three ways it's measured. The depth, the diffusion, and the duration. So the depth is, is, and I'm going to read the official definition and then translate it to English. Determined, the depth is determined by the magnitude of the peak to trough decline and the blah, 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 blah. How far did we go? How far did we go down from the peak to the trough? All right. That's that's all it is. How how severe was the recession in terms of prices falling, that sort of thing? The diffusion, how far did it spread? You know, did it spread um, all over the world? Was it contained just in one country, one section of the country? How 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 far did it spread? Uh, and then last but not least, the duration. How long is it? You know, how long do you think the average recession lasts? And, and, and I'm and and this is. Since World War II, how long do you think the average recession has lasted? Eight to ten months. Eleven months. The average recession lasts eleven months, so less than a year. And the really kind of ironic thing is, by the time anybody has come out and said we're in a risk like and by the time the u.s economic bureau or whoever it is uh comes out and says we're in a recession we're typically six to eight months into the recession by that so you're by, almost halfway to being done with it uh more than that i mean if you know if, if we're looking at 11 months and we're eight months in we've got three more months to go so by the time anyone looks around and realizes that we're in a recession officially because a lot of these indicators that they're using are lagging indicators where they um um, they have to look at data that is 60 to 90 days behind. And that, that's just the na- that's not anybody's fault. That's just the nature of the data. They have to look at trends. They can't just take day-to-day stuff. They have to take 60 to 90 days worth of data, compile it. And usually by the time that happens, we're well within the recession. And oftentimes we're on our way out of it. And so when you hear the word recession, don't freak out. Oftentimes, by the time you hear it, we're on our way out or we're almost done with it. Also, keep in mind, U.S. expansions, were, you know, the expansions, the good, have typically lasted longer than U.S. recessions. All right. So from 1854 to 1899, they were just about equal in length. So uh, during that that 35 year time or 45, 45 year time period, my goodness, are you OK? I almost had to sue WTIB. I know. Um, during that that forty five year period, recessions were twenty four months to so two years, and expansions were twenty seven months on average. All right. During nineteen hundred to nineteen forty five forty five year period, recessions fell to eighteen months. All right. And then now post World War Two, on average, they're at eleven months. So let's compare that to expansions. All right. So we've got twenty seven months. On average, expansions, you know, during the 1800s, 1900 to 1945, we're looking at 32 months expansions on average. So almost three years, 1945 to 1982, 45 months on average. So almost four years, 1982 to 2009. How long do you think the average expansion lasts at lasted between 1982 and 2009? 
a normal expansion lasts, I'm going to guess, two or three years, but we've been in one like almost 20 years Well, no, no, I'm thinking um, 1982 to 2009. How, like, how, how many months do you think? 62. 103. I was close. Yeah. So almost nine years worth of, worth of expansion, worth of economic growth. All right. So out of every 10 years, roughly, you've got nine years of fantastic economic growth. And one year where things suck. All right. All right. So why do people freak out so bad about that? I don't. I, I truly, I don't know. But I, and I think a lot of it is the media. It's the media. It, <laughs> we can't talk about that. But I, I. But I. I really do. I think it's the media. I think it's the talking heads. I think it's the pundits that fearmonger, and they they use this word recession because it, it's exciting. It. it, it it attracts viewers. It's it's sensational, or it, they're, they're sensationalizing recessions by making it a bigger deal than it should be. So, what does this mean for the average person? All right, out of every ten years, if you look at the history of the United States, if you look at the history of the stock market and things of that nature, you've got in every ten years, on average, any ten year run, you're going to have two years that are just incredible. You're going to have two years that are awful. And you're going to have six years that are just average. They're just a just you know normal, normal years. And so, what does this mean for you in terms of your finances, your financial planning, that sort of thing? Because I guess I guess I ought to bring that back to what we do. Um, that means that every, recessions are going to happen. I'm not going to sit here and, and say that they don't, but they're nothing to freak out about if you properly prepare for it. Well, and um, and recognize the fact it's part of a normal thing. We. We see um, other people in our industry that are, excuse me, that are using uh, interest rate, uh, rate returns of 15, 18%. Year after year. Yeah. And, you know, we use 6%. And we use 6% because we're going to do better than 6%. But we know there's going to be more than likely a recession during this, this person's cycle. Yeah. And probably, probably and multiple. So be, so be realistic in your planning in terms of, returns interest rates that kind of thing yeah and 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 ask your person whoever whoever you're working with ask them okay this plan you put together for me how does this factor in recessions how does this factor in down years and they better be able to explain it to you because if because it's going to happen recessions are going to happen there's nothing wrong with that it is a normal part of a healthy economic cycle let me say that again a normal part of a healthy economic cycle so recessions are normal they happen they have happened before. They will continue to happen. And so what we, what you need to do as an individual is plan for that. You need to make sure that you have some sort of plan in play or, or at least account for it. You know, it's, it's hard to plan for it. You know, it's hard to put, maybe put something in place to prevent the effect from hitting you. But what you can do is you can account for it. So again, ask your person, what, how does my plan account for those down years? Because they're going to happen. You're not going to have a 15, 18% return every year. That would be awesome if you did, but it's just not going to happen. So they need to be able to explain to you how they've accounted for that. And they better have a good answer for it. Because if not, they're doing you a disservice. They're, 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 not, counting, they're not accounting for something that could have a major impact on your retirement. If you are wide open aggressive in the stock market, and you've got five years to go for retirement, and you talk to your person and say, "Hey, I'm I'm kind of in the short rows now. Don't you think we ought to 
maybe back off a little bit. No, 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 no. We need to ride this wave. All right. And then two years before you're supposed to retire, you a, you have a massive recession hit. And you've and, and let's say you lose 20% of your portfolio. Are you still going to be able to retire? And so, again, there's no way to avoid a recession. But you can't account for it. And you should. You should plan for it. Plan for the worst and hope for the best. You know, if you assume worst case scenario, assume that every 10 years you're going to have one to two years of recession. And when you have it, don't have a heart attack. Yeah, I mean, don't. Just, just, it's okay. I mean, I understand it sucks. It's no fun that interest rates are sky high. Everything's expensive. I get it. It's not fun. I feel it. I, and I'm not happy about it. But I'm not freaking out about it either because I recognize that it, that it happens. It's going to happen. And But more importantly than it happens and it's going to happen, that it ends. It is going to end at some point. And oftentimes it ends a lot quicker than people realize. You know, you it's not something where you wake up one day and all of a sudden eggs are uh, 50 cents when yesterday they were $10 a dozen. It's not that. A lot of times people don't even notice it until you're well outside of it. So just try and put the emotions aside here. And I, and I know that's hard to do, but just understand that this is a normal, I know I'm, I'm beating, I sound like a broken record here, but a recession is a normal part of a healthy economy. It's part of an economic cycle. The economy is a cycle. It is just a big circle does this all the time. Um, so just recognize that and don't listen to this, all this garbage and fear mongering about we're on a recession. We're in a recession. We're, we're going down. No, that's, that's not the case. If we are in a recession, that's Okay. That's part of it. So um, if you have questions about this, if you um, want us to take a look at your portfolio and see how we can help you prepare for that, or uh, if you disagree and want to argue with us, give us a call, 252-746-6785. Again, 252-746-6785. Again, the thing to be aware of, recessions happen. They have happened before. They will happen again, but they are a normal part of a cycle. And so the best thing that you can do is prepare for them. Assume that it's going to happen tomorrow based on where you are in life. If you are, um, you know, if you're close to retirement, now's the time to prepare for a recession. Assume one's going to happen. And if it doesn't, you're still in great shape. So anyway, hear the music in my ear. So we better get on out of here. I appreciate you letting us spend some time with you today. Hope you have a great rest of your week. We look forward to visiting with you next week. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.